I'm Craig Kenneth, a relationship coach and a psychotherapist. Every relationship is different and every breakup is different. Work with me and you'll get professional help on your situation. And if you're in no contact, focused on personal growth, my creative healing course is filled with hours of exclusive content. Available now at AskCraig.net. Hi there, I'm Coach Craig Kenneth. I'm Coach Margaret. And today we're gonna to be talking about, I told them I was done, but I didn't mean it. Uh-huh. Okay, Margaret, you know, a lot of times when we're upset, we're emotional, something's bothering us, and we say, I'm done, I'm done. <laughs> I remember uh, I started hearing that from some clients locally years ago. Right. I remember yeah. some of the women would be like, I'm done. I'm so done. I'm so done with him. I can't take it. I remember who it was specifically. And uh, then two weeks later, they'd be back together. Right. Exactly. <laughs> right. And so, you know, that might be you. You might be sitting there thinking, oh, boy, this was me. I kept saying to them I was done in the relationship. and But I didn't mean it. And you don't mean it. Sometimes you mean it at the time, That's it. but then afterwards you're like, I didn't really mean that. You gotta watch what you say when you're upset in a relationship. In any circumstances, because if you say it, you have to own it. Yep. You can say, I said it impulsively and I didn't mean it, but you have to own that you said it. Eventually it gets old and the person's like, you know what, I'm tired of you threatening this relationship. Because it physically hurts them. Uh, you know, when it causes yeah. emotional hurt, it causes physical pain yes, as well. Yes, and does. so at that, you know, if they keep hearing it over and over again, it makes them just feel like, you know what, I'm gonna disconnect from this, I'm, I'm tired, I'm done. Um, so ironically, when you keep saying you're done to somebody, eventually they're gonna be done with you. Right. right? So you gotta be careful what you say. Yep, so we got an email coaching that's gonna go into this today, okay? Um, so, uh, this is from a woman in her early 30s, and she was dating a guy in his mid-20s. So they were together for over four years. Wow. Long time. She said they both live in separate houses and don't have any kids. She, he, she works in retail, and he works at a store. They broke up about a month ago after a stupid argument regarding COVID. Now, I've seen quite a few breakups over COVID oh, yes. now that the months have been going on. Right. And uh, boy, Margaret, um, it's getting, I think, pretty rough for people that they don't have their outlets, their friends. Absolutely. Seeing... Absolutely. People are depressed and mental health experts are saying that, you know, the clinics are going to feeling going to feel it. And there's never been such a demand for online therapy. I get two messages a day. Do I want a job? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's been really tough. Um, you know, I kind of kind of anticipated this was going to be going on six months. Um, so even for me, I'm kind of like, all right, it's gotten past where it's going, but I know it's going to be a while but still. But it's on the uptick today and yesterday. Yep. But I think it's going to be some time before we have a vaccine, realistically. And so it's going to impact a lot of people. Yeah. You have friends and loved ones that are at risk. They have health issues. You're really worried about them. 
Um, People with children have had a terrible time. Homeschooling. You know, if you're sending your kid to school or not. Um, You know, people are losing their job. There's a lot of stress. People are on top of each other in little apartments or homes. You can't go out and see friends and family. I think a lot of people are depressed. And you can't go to the bar with your friends. Yep. Yep. I think a lot of people are depressed, and I think a, I think a lot of trauma is coming up because Absolutely. of that. Absolutely, yes, of course, a lot of trauma is coming up. Not to mention the financial disaster of people facing evictions and so forth. Yeah. yeah. So um, people are on edge already, and it's such a delicate balance of knowing that you still have to give your partner some space, even if you're in a small confined area, right? Yeah. And giving them space to. You know, maybe listen to music or play video games or watch a movie or whatever. Yeah, you go play with your toys in the kitchen and I'll go in the living room. Yeah, you got to do it. Um, All right, so they had an argument about COVID. She said, I got mad at him for trying to argue about the topic and I told him he was making me angry. What do you think about that statement, Margaret? I want to know if he said it was a hoax (laughs) or that he didn't want to wear a mask or... But anyway, she got angry, whatever he said. I've had a lot of people that I've done Skype calls with that have had COVID. Yes. I don't know. Have you? I've had one or two. Really? Yeah. I've had many. Have you? Yeah. Wow. I, I, but I'm always, I always ask them about their area and how things have been for yes. them. Yes, I do too. And so, no, I've had a lot of people cool. and I've had a lot of people that have seen people die in healthcare and stuff like this. Yeah. And uh, one of my best friends is a surgeon. And he talks about how horrible it is. Yeah. I mean, he's... Oh, I've, I've talked with several people who've lost a loved one. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I have too. Absolutely. I've had people that lost grandparents yeah. and, and family members. Right. In fact, I remember recently somebody lost one of their best friends and she was only in her early 30s. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So it's been rough. It's been stressful, you know? She goes on to say, he then accused me of trying to start a fight. And I told him, I'm done. That we were breaking up. And I didn't mean it. And I said this a lot throughout the relationship when I would get mad. But he got tired of hearing it and said that now he was done and meant it. Just like I said at the onset. Yeah. This is this is something yeah, that, that I've heard. That wouldn't be something somebody could live with. Um, we all have separation anxiety, and anytime anybody says that, you know, it kicks it off. Yeah. 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 Because they get tired of the threat, and it's, it's threat. like. And it is a threat. The guy was right with that. Yeah, it, it is a threat. And so eventually somebody's just going to say, you know what, you keep saying you're done, I'm, I'm done. And the message is we can't resolve it, so we'll have to end it. Yeah. Okay, uh, let's go on. He then retracted and said maybe he was making a rash, rash decision, but the following three days after him being silent, he came over to tell me he decided to go through with the breakup. I pleaded and begged, and of course it didn't work. I tried texting him a few days after the breakup, was final, and got no response. So I went to his house. Oh dear. You know, this isn't going to go well. He was annoyed, but calm, and told me he just couldn't do it anymore. So I calmly left and only returned to sit his belongings quietly on his porch. Since that day, I had no contact with him, and it's now been 30 days. I know I was wrong for always threatening him, and even deserve a taste of my own medicine, but I love him and want him back. 
Other than the petty arguments we would get into sometimes, we really did have a great relationship. We trusted each other, were loyal, and were best friends. The petty arguments, though, oftentimes have some more heavy issue behind them. And so often people will say, I will say, what did you fight about? I don't even remember it was stupid stuff. But when you do find out what it was about, it usually has some meaning. Some underlying issue. Yeah, a lot uh, of times. The most recent one I heard was, he wants me to go visit his parents four times a week. That's not stupid stuff. That's a, that's a serious issue. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like he does have some trauma issues because he was adopted at a young age by his great-grandparents. And he was little. He was under the age of two. His great-grandparents. Yeah, that's what it says. Well, we're probably too young to have a, too old to have a two-year-old. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't want to chase one. Oh, they're exhausting. Yes, you know. <laughs> Both of his parents were neglectful and chose substance abuse over him. Oh. And he was born with fetal alcohol syndrome. I was going to say he probably was born with a difficulty. His mother was worse than his father and even told him she hates him and wishes she had aborted him. Oh, dear God. Margaret? You know, you're not you've even... You've seen that. I have seen it and I've heard it. And the message is you're not even welcome in this world. Okay? I didn't even like you before you were born. I'm so sorry. Anybody said that to anybody. That's awful, isn't yes, it? Yes, it is. He even told me during my pleading and begging that no one should love him this much. So when she was begging and pleading, he was like, nobody should even care about me this much. Because I don't know what to do with it. My own mother didn't love me. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. Yeah. During my relationship with him, he was very clingy with me, which I didn't mind. I actually liked it. I love that we were together so much, and when we were apart, we would always we would be texting the majority of the time. The only pro major problem we had was our petty arguments and my response of threatening him. But if you think about it, Margaret, he's already been abandoned by his mother. He's already been abandoned, so the worst thing you could possibly do to this man is threaten to abandon him. Like the last woman he loved, mm -hmm. the most important woman in his life. Good heavens. Mm -hmm. And I wonder why she did that. I hope she's thought about it. Let's see what she says. There's a little bit left. Yeah. I heard from my sister a few days ago. She said that he missed me, but just can't do it, which is devastating to me. My question is, where do I go from here? I'm afraid that because of his trauma with his parents, he won't reach out. He hasn't even attempted yet. Well... It's only been 30 days. Yeah, and that feels like an eternity, but in the big scheme of things, yeah, it's not that long. Yeah, he's got to sit with it and, and think about it and process yeah. everything. Uh, you both were upset when this breakup happened, but for him, I think this is a really sensitive area that he's been with the abandonment. Yeah, I would agree. So um, at this point, you know, I would let him process it and think about it because he's, he sounds exhausted. Yes, he does. When he says, I just can't do it. I that sounds like he's it. exhausted, yeah. right? Yeah. And so he needs some time to probably process and think about it and maybe even get some of that energy back mm -hmm. before he starts to really miss her. I'm glad that he shared it all with her. I um, mean, that's a good sign. And that's a good sign for the relationship. 
Um, he sounds somewhat avoidant to me with um, no one should love me this much. The, I was thinking disorganized. It certainly could be. Because but, yeah. the adoption and the clinginess that she said he would reach out all the time. And then it probably got too close for him. What does he know about being close to the people who love you? Nothing. I, I, my gut I is that she's anxious, got yeah. an anxious, anxious attachment style because she liked all of that closeness right. and that didn't feel too smothering for her. And he was probably disorganized because yeah. of the abandonment. And so, and so he could easily go from clingy to frightened to death mm -hmm. of being close. Yeah. So I think um, you got to give him some time to think about this. Um, you know, he has a lot of anxiety, I think. So he's going to struggle with that and struggle yes, with soothing himself. Yes, he is. So, um, but he needs to. He needs to kind of sit with this and kind of reflect. But I hear that she is out of her mind in her anxiety and so afraid he won't reach out. Yeah. Um, you know, everybody's afraid that they won't, their ex yes, won't reach out. But, you know, it's only been 30 days. And, now, and while it feels like an eternity while you're going through it, when you're sitting on our side of things, you realize that's just not that long. No, but it feels like an eternity, right? Like yeah. You just said. Yeah. Every have, second feels like an eternity. I would suggest to her that she spend some time thinking about her anxiety and how it got in her way here. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I agree because she seems to have lost emotional self-control right. and would just keep doing it. And that eventually made him feel so unsafe in this relationship that he's like, I'm, I can't do this. I'm tired of you threatening to leave me. He's probably angry. And he put it, he put it well. He got it right. Yeah. I'm tired of you threatening to leave me. Yeah. And, you know, she may have her own abandonment stuff, which would account for her enjoying his clinginess and probably feeling safe when he True. was clingy. Yeah. Yep. So you got to work on that and getting more secure and really learning the skills to manage yourself and to manage a relationship if you get back together. Because I think if he comes back around again and you go back to those unhealthy ways, it's just going to lead to another breakup. Right. So I think she's going to have to really work hard because since he's been adopted, he probably has a lot of his own issues. And so it's going to be even more challenging to navigate a relationship with him. Right. Exactly so. right. Um, However, like I say, he did share the story. She does remember the story clearly, but she didn't think about the implications of saying, you know, yep. Yep. I'm done and I'm leaving you. Yes, and that, you know, um, is often happens when we get an emotional state with our partner and are frustrated sure. and sure. we're disappointed. But I'm sure that everything in her says, well, I can call him up and explain that to him now. Um, no, right? Give him time. No, no, no. Give Leave him. him be. But I'm just Leave speculating on what will go on in her head. I need to call him up and tell him I'm really sorry mm -hmm. and I didn't put it all together. No. Yeah. Because there did seem to be a lot of good in this relationship. Yes, it really did. And just the amount that he told her is encouraging. But he needs she, he needs to see that on his own right, right now. Yeah. Okay. So that's what I do for now and see how it goes when he reaches out and then you can navigate. But you really got to implement those skills when he comes back around again. And also, his sister called for a reason. Well, uh, well, yeah, she said, I heard from the sister, so we were assuming that maybe the sister reached out. Right. 
but we'll see. Give it some time, okay? Give it some time, yeah. Of course, if you want to get our help personally, just go to my website, askcraig.net. Sign up for the coaching option that works best for you. I do email coaching and I do Skype. Margaret, of course, is available for Skype coaching. If you feel that I can be helpful, please sign up. Just click on Margaret on the top of the website to do that. That's it for this video. I'm Coach Craig Kenneth. I'm Coach Margaret. And we will talk with you soon.